What if I told you that you were about to listen to another wrestling podcast? No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 This is the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we discuss the ins and outs and everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling. From the independent scene to NXT, all the way to the main events of the WWE. Our thoughts, our perspectives, and our predictions on the biggest topics and breaking news in all of pro wrestling. If it's happening, we're talking about it. Shut the hell up! This is the not another wrestling podcast here are your hosts sean mcchesney and cj palmasano all right let's get to it episode number five Episode number five. There's nothing going on in wrestling right now. Really? So we'll we'll figure out as best we can. Of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast, Sean McChesney. CJ Palmaceno. Are your hosts. Not much to get to as CJ has already previewed. Not much going on in the world of wrestling right now. Very quiet in the indies mm-hmm. right now, but Hell in a Cell is Sunday. So we will spend the majority of the show uh, reviewing Raw and SmackDown. Everything that's been leading up to Hell in a Cell. Of course, we will do our predictions for the pay-per-view at the very end. I'm sure they're going to be very similar to one another Mm -hmm. uh, because again everything has just been very dry and and we'll get into all that Uh, but I do want to start the podcast today CJ with something I found last night that I actually sent to you Um, if this is true the evolution card for October 28th is the pay-per-view at Nassau Coliseum I believe so okay so there are rumors that the evolution pay-per-view card has been leaked Um, oh no (laughs) something getting leaked in wrestling what (laughs) so if this is true True, and this is what the card looks like. A lot of the matches, we already had a feeling what happened. One of them, of course, being Nikki Bella, Ronda Rousey, the main event for the Raw Women's Championship, which I'll probably have it turned off by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, sign me up for that. I'm considering that, and we knew that would probably yeah, the feud, happen. The feud's going the great. The feud will continue. The feud's going great. I'm, I'm all for that. We have a Carmella talk show. with, the, And, of course, I'm going completely out of order here. I'm just kind of picking and choosing here. Carmella talk show with the Ladies of Glow segment. A special announcement right after uh, the NXT UK Women's Championship match. Might also, also, not to cut you off, but yeah. there are spoilers here for the Mae Young Classic. So for those few who are listening and you were watching the Mae Young Classic... Maybe skip over a little bit. Exactly. Because the finals are on this show. Right. I'm only really talking about some of the matches that are kind of out of the blue. They say there's a special announcement that'll take place there. My guess is, and it's leading into what is later on in the card, and it's the inaugural Women's Tag Team Championships that I think they might announce them beforehand. They might mm-hmm. announce them that night, but there is a match on the card for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Well, it's a special announcement, so I figured that would, that be, would be it. That would be it. But it's like, are these teams set in that special announcement? Do they have a tournament? Because it looks like they're already set. We'll go ahead and read them uh, So off. it's Alicia Fox and Kelly Kelly uh, versus Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, if I said that right. Uh, yeah. Mandy, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Interesting. 
doesn't really get me all fired up, but not terrible. Natty and, and the Betty Phoenix, they're best friends. I, I'm okay with seeing that. Asuka, Ember Moon, I think, could steal the entire night if they let them go. But that doesn't make much sense because Ember's on Raw and Asuka's on SmackDown. Maybe. Well, you also have to remember it's Evolution. It's all women's pay-per-view. It's SmackDown versus Raw. That can happen. They, they really don't care about brand supremacy in that, I wouldn't think. But if it's anything like their matches in NXT, let them go. That yeah, could still, I mean, it could it, steal the show. If they give them time and everything, yep. it could still be a good match. Right. Um, Mickey James Lita. That's already confirmed. Sign me up. Alexa Bliss, Trish Stratus. Also uh, confirmed. Also confirmed. The one I got a major problem with, and I know that they're teasing each other on social media. I know there's going back and forth. Naomi and Melina. Are gonna go one on one in this in this pay per view. First of all, I understand if there's social bring media back backlash. That split. Exactly. <laughs> bring back the split. Fine. She couldn't wrestle. No, nah, she. This pay per view. This pay per view is all about the women that have come together and have really made this event possible. And there's also rumors that this is gonna be a yearly thing, which I'm okay with. But yeah, but yearly things are a huge. It's a. Okay, so last year we had the first ever Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. And the last one, I hope. It, it was the last one. Well, for now, they, you never know. They could bring it back. I hope not. <laughs> but the thing is, first-time shows have to go well. Right. Look, look at All In. I know it's it's not WWE, but the show was not... The out. show was a success. It was a, a major a, a success. major success. Absolutely. And if Cody and the Bucks and uh, you know Kenny and Hangman, if those guys want to stick around in Ring of Honor New Japan, uh, All-In 2 is highly possible. If some guys go to WWE... They could still uh, do it. They, they could still do it, depending who goes. But the thing is, though, now these guys are like, oh, okay, well, a, a second one is very, very possible. Let's see what happens and it's for the time being. This Evolution card is... It's a historic thing. It's an historic event. Uh, it's, it's In very, New York. Yeah, Long Island. In it's, New it's, York. It's very important yep. to make sure that this card is done very well, it's done properly, and it's carefully booked. And also, some of the lead-up matches, especially the ones that were confirmed early, were good. it was a good start. It was a good start to what we thought would be a major card. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like how, how you bring it up, and we said it off mic, CJ, this is a glorified house show that's yeah. going to be on the network. I mean, some of the other uh, matches on there, I know there's uh, Riot Squad versus Sasha, Banks, Sasha. Bailey, and Ivory. Yeah, I'm like, what? what why that is, doesn't make sense. Why is Ivory teaming with Sasha and Bailey? Right. I think it's just to get them a partner, which makes no sense at all. Yeah, I mean... I can understand, you know, maybe there are people that had intentions for leading up to the show and they just yeah. couldn't do it. And they just they couldn't book them, right? Like, they like couldn't when, do it. When, they didn't want to do when it you're for thinking, reasons. If you're Stephanie McMahon, number one, she's probably in charge of the show, right? I, I would think so. You would think so. So she's probably thinking, I need as many legends back as I can. Not necessarily thinking, how are we going to book them? And once they're confirmed, she, and not necessarily saying that she doesn't know how to book them, but it's like, we can't book them the way we originally thought. So why don't we try this? And it doesn't on paper sound like it's good like for example ivory with bailey and sasha it could work the night of against the ride squad obviously it's a team versus a team but at the same time it's like okay we had something for ivory it ended up not turning out the way we wanted so we're going to give her this instead there's still a 20 woman battle royal yes which determines who will face Kyrie Sane for the nxt women's championship granted they could get some uh former female stars yep they could get some nxt girls on the show and, and don't also like 
you could also have something where it's like an NXT superstar doesn't have to win that battle royal. I mean, Mickie James challenged Asuka for the NXT Women's Championship. Two that was kind of like her it was warm her way up, up into well, yeah. it, it, of bringing her back full time. My point is, it doesn't have to be an NXT superstar. It could be anybody. It could be anybody in the main roster. Why not? We've seen the NXT Championship get defended on Raw. I know, obviously, it was it was Neville, Kevin Owens. It was more along the lines of a filler match, but yeah. it has happened before. So, you know, have that opportunity as well. Don't know if my neck cracking cropped up in the mic. But yeah, who knows? It's, it's, it's live to tape, as, <laughs> yeah. uh, us, me, as us media majors have, have learned in our school days. Uh, I, I think, uh, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of, there are some matches on this card that are very interesting. Oh, I'm not I'm, saying I'm, the pay-per-view is going to suck. Because Becky and Charlotte's feud is probably the best thing going on smack that right should now. be the main event i'm i'm very um i'm, I'm very excited for their match this sunday and f- for their eventual evolution match if they continue. i agree uh kairi saying and i think they actually and i mean to cut you off but i think they are going one-on-one in australia too Possibly, they might be. That might be confirmed. I'll check while you're bring, you're continuing your point real quick. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> and, the, and then the the May Young Classic of Tony Storm and uh, Io Shirai. Yeah, uh, I know Tony Storm was in the May Young Classic last year. She, I believe, has signed to WWE to the NXT UK pr- uh, uh, brand. Right. Uh, Io Shirai is a massive uh, female star wrestler in Japan, and I think quite possibly the. The, the best from what I hear right I mean Asuka's great Kyrie Sane is great but apparently Io Shirai is above both of them and I'm saying this because I don't know a lo- whole lot about her I don't know too much about women's Japanese wrestling yeah but I can't wait to see what they're doing um, there's the NXT UK champi- uh, women's championship which match. is going to open the show yeah uh, I mean I love I love Dakota Kai I'm a big Dakota Kai fan uh, I don't think she'll win but it's great to see her on the card it's just the thing is like this is also leaked like a month before the show is even happening. No, you're right. And, so, and again, I'm not and we confirming don't even, and we it's don't, true. Yeah, we're not confirming that this is the official card, but right. it's possible that this is fake. It's possible that some of these matches could could happen. And if this is real, it's not like WWE just been like, okay, this is it. We're going to do everything. I think when stuff has leaked like this before... They have changed They have changed bit. things up yes. a little bit. Some things stay the same, but... They're gonna change and tweak things a little no, bit. Of course, and and I just checked. Charlotte Flair and uh, Becky Lynch is confirmed for Melbourne uh, on October sixth. So that'll be the second match before Evolution that they have. So and and you're right. And I'm not saying the pay per view is gonna suck. A lot of those matches seem like they're gonna be very good. A lot of them though seem very random. Yeah, a lot of them some, seem to be thrown together last minute. They don't minutes. make any sense. Right. A lot of them seem to have been not necessarily saying lazy booking, but at the same time, lazy. You know, last minute stuff. What I I don't get is last like, minute additions all if, that if they're gonna do a uh, uh, finally a women's tag title uh shouldn't that be tag- announced a month or two beforehand Would i don't you have a tournament? i don't i don't know i i think I, i'm kind i'm kind of okay with them announcing the night of what and just it being a big surprise at the end yeah just kind of being like you know because i get sonya deville and mandy rose being in the match they're a team the, the I- iconics, iconics they're a being team. in the match um Beth and Natty, I mean, in real life, they're best friends, right. and th- that's cool. That, but, I don't but mind But Beth that. is retired, but, so they're not going to win. No, they're not going to win, but it'd, it'd be fun to see the match. What I don't get is, why do you have Alicia Fox and Kelly Kelly in right. this thing? It's a heel on a face. A glorified face in Kelly Kelly. She would never turn heel either. That, no, that, that, and, then, that and Alicia Fox is a heel. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any and sense at all. What I don't get is, why isn't like the Riot Squad in this match? Yes. If they won those tag team titles, then... 
they could do a free bird roll with them. Or just put them, like, put Ruby and Liv, or Ruby and Sarah Logan, or Sarah Logan, whatever you want to do. Well, and, and, that, and that's the thing, CJ. Maybe they, they fell, you know, have some issues with booking, and then maybe that's where you bring in Bailey and Sasha Banks and Ivory to take on the Riot Squad, just a regular six-woman tag match. But I don't I don't get that. I no, feel, and I, I, and I agree. Like, I, I agree. feel like Ivory should be a part of maybe the women's battle, uh, the, the battle royal or something to determine right. who's going to face Kyrie Sane. Or, I don't know, because I felt like this whole story with Bailey and Sasha, it was going to lead to uh, a SummerSlam match. Match. And with the way it's been going on, I thought like, well, maybe they'll lead things to evolution. It doesn't look like that way at all. No. And the thing is, I, I feel like out of all those those two those women teams, the ones who feel the most important to me, even though they're not feel, felt like they're important at all, I feel like the biggest stars are Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. And, I don't get why they're not in this match. And he, here's if it's, if it's here's another thing with, with Bailey and Sasha that really aggravates me. And CJ, you and I were a takeover one, and I've said this a million times on this podcast, that to this day is the best match I've ever seen live. And Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano was awesome. Kyrie Sane and uh, Shayna Baszler was awesome at TakeOver 4. AJ Styles, Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules when we were there. That was an awesome match. Still to this day, the best technical wrestling match I've ever seen where it was the best technical wrestling, a great story, a great ending. Bailey and Sasha Banks for the NXT Women's Championship. And the other thing that I have a problem with is... You had an opportunity to book these two at Mania. You failed. You had another opportunity that you normally don't get that often to book them at SummerSlam and or Evolution. You failed again. Well, we don't know about Evolution for sure. Evolution, they could still change plans. They could want these two to win the tag titles and maybe down the line break up and feud. Or they could have a thing where they have a match at Evolution. I don't know. But, 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 is but it... I, I agree with you with the fact that Bailey and Sasha put on potentially the best match that I've ever seen live at a, at a show. And I've seen a lot of matches. I've seen a lot of stuff. Gargano and Champa match and all of TakeOver Brooklyn 5. Those matches, just about all of them, are neck and neck with that Bailey sasha match. But you're absolutely right in the fact that they did not... Uh, they, they didn't... Uh, Capitalize is yeah. what I'm looking for on a few between these two for several months. Yep, and and the idea of like you you go back to the you, actually no 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 you go back to the Royal Rumble where yeah. Sasha eliminates Bailey and has the heel look on her face. You go back to the Elimination Chamber where, where Banks where, kicked her off the pod and with the kicked heel Bailey look on her face with that smug grin on her face. Yep, and even. You, you know, and again, like I say, you normally don't get a second chance with stuff like this. You get a second chance at WrestleMania. These two are, were two of the last three women in the Battle Royal. Bailey somehow throws Sasha over the top rope. She has the heel look on her face. Fast forward into the summer, you think Bailey turns heel on Sasha Banks. Crowd goes crazy. You're like, okay, now I'm interested in the storyline because you twisted it a little bit. Now Bailey's the heel. So maybe this is something I could get behind come SummerSlam. Yeah, they didn't I got really excited when that happened. They I'm didn't like, execute. I didn't think she turned heel, but but I was excited that there may be a slight change in her character. Yeah, and now in, if you want to put the tag titles on them, fine. At least give them something to do. But the idea that they had two to three opportunities to give us another Bailey sasha heel versus face match and they failed because they've gone one-on-one -on -one after NXT before. Obviously, they've gone one-on-one -on, -one on Raw and all that stuff, and they put on good matches. Yeah, but they don't compare to the ones they had Absolutely in, not. in NXT. They Absolutely don't. not. They don't compare at all. And the idea that they had opportunities, and even if they want to do something down the line at Mania 35 or whatever, are we even going to be interested in it at that point? 
point. I don't think so. I don't know. They, they, they've done... I think they blew their chances. They've blown their chances. They The only thing I think could help save that story if they want to lead it all the way to Mania is you're going to have to put the tag titles on them. And then, then gonna, break them up and then break around them up January. And then lead it into a match at Mania. Right. Like give them like a street fight or something. I would love. Oh, to I see would that. love that. It, give it, Bailey and Sasha a street fight because they're not going to put the the women's championship in their storyline. They're probably going to give no. that to Rousey and Charlotte. Absolutely. Um. W- uh. Whether it be Rousey winning the Royal Rumble or Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble and whoever's champion, vice versa. Um. I say give Charlotte and Beck. Uh. Becky. Uh. Give Charlotte and Bailey like a street fight at Mania next year if they want to do that. I I agree with that a hundred percent. And you know, but it's one of those things where it's like. It will have to be something like that to get the crowd interested in it because they, again, they've had a few opportunities where all of a sudden the crowd was back into it and they dropped the ball. I don't know if I trust if they'd go to bat for them a third time. They would have to do something along the lines of a street fight or a steel cage or well, just, something along those just lines. Just kind of off the bat here, what are some matches, if you can think of some? I know we didn't talk about this off mic, but I just this just came to my head. What's a match or two that you would put on this card? That hasn't been confirmed at Evolution. At Evolution, that has that doesn't uh, a match that we can tell is kind of being placed on TV. Or you know what, do whatever match you want. What do you think a match would be good that can save this pay per view? Well, I would start with Bailey and Sasha as we were talking about. I think Agreed. that saves the pay per view. Um, if I'm thinking anything down the line, number one, Becky and Charlotte need to main event this pay per view. I know they won't because Ronda and Nikki yeah. draw the most money into this. Nikki, of course, draws the most a, outside money. As far as a mainstream as far appeal. As far as a mainstream and, and Ronda, the same thing. Them in the main event, that's fine. Charlotte and Becky will probably be the match of the night as the double main event for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That is me personally the night I think Becky does go over, wins the championship, sets up Charlotte winning the Rumble to challenge Ronda on Raw. Uh, but another match I'm thinking, you know, that's a tough one kind of putting me on the spot a little bit yeah I just thought of it now so I didn't mean to like put you kind of no honestly if I had maybe I do Beth Phoenix versus Natalia have the two best friends go at it that'd be a good one too um, I would probably I would have some... also done Trish versus Lita but I like what they're doing with both of them separately I would have done Oscar uh, and Shayna Baszler oh okay something like that or maybe Oscar and Kyrie Sane Okay. Oscar wins the battle royal and she faces Kyrie Sane. We could still have that. That could, yeah, still, yeah, you could still do potentially that. Potentially, that could still happen. But uh, Oscar only has a one-on-one match, and you think that could be a little later in the night or whatever. And again, that was down the line of the order. Again, it's a month and a half away, so yeah, th- those they those, could still do that. Those are the two I put: either like Oscar or Kyrie Sane, or Oscar. And, Oscar and uh, I, I just said Shayna Baszler. I personally would have liked to see Trish versus Lita one more time. I think that would have been great, but it would have been great. But I feel like you know they're they're fine with what they're doing them separately. We've seen it before, and putting Trish Stratus against someone like Alexa, Alexa Bliss is a really good smart move. Oh, I agree. Um, Trish has been a great babyface, and she's been a great heel too. And right now. I feel like Alexa Bliss has that potential to have like a Trish Stratus level level career. I agree. And the funniest part was when Alexa Bliss was drafted to SmackDown two years ago. No one saw that coming at no. all. I think I thought she would have done well for herself. But what five time women's champion now face of the women's division arguably even when I don't think arguably I think yes she, yeah she, at least on Raw for, for years at least she, on Raw for years I think I just when I thought of the women's division Alexa Bliss was the is usually the one of the first and you think, I think of. Sasha you think Charlotte you think Becky you think Bailey it's been Alexa Bliss the whole time 
She wasn't one of the four horsewomen, and she she capitalized when she went. She's got roster. she's got a great character. She's great in the ring. She knows how to talk on the mic, which some of the women who have high potential don't know how to do. Um, and I really do think that yeah, I do think her and Trish will be a great match at Evolution. When you and I saw the the flash up at Brooklyn Four, we were like, is that confirmed? Because I, I and I remember yeah, your friend were, going, no, no, no. And I'm like, guys, no, I just saw it on the screen. That's why the place just popped. Yeah, that was a, I, I, I was, we were very confused about that. Like, wait, Trish and, and Alexa Bliss? And they confirmed it the next night at SummerSlam. They confirmed it the next night at SummerSlam, yes. But I was like, guys, why did it, the place just pop? That's why they all saw it on the screen. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely think that has a potential. But yeah, if I had two matches that I would redo, I would have Beth versus Natalia. You don't have to have heel versus face or whatever. They're two best friends. Go at it in the ring. Shake hands when it's over. Uh, because... In one side, you have Natalia, a very good technical wrestler. And on the other side, Beth Phoenix, who's been known to be a powerhouse her entire career. I think, And the two have gone one-on-one -on -one before, but I definitely think on that main stage, you know, most likely Beth Phoenix's last one-on-one -on -one match. Obviously, she'll probably be in the Royal Rumble again this mm -hmm. year. Um, I think that would have been a good match. Trish versus Lita, I know we've seen it before, but... Again, best friends, great rivalry for years. You know, even way before our first, time. They're the first women to main event Raw. Exactly. You know, why not have that match again? Again, way before our time of being big wrestling fans, they were going at it one-on-one. -on -one. So, yeah. but again, I think they're doing fine with it. But yeah, I would, and again, like you mentioned, Kyrie saying Oscar, they still could do that. They could still do that. I would actually do something like, um, if they want Io Shirai to win the... I would just whoever wins the May Young Classic Vinyl, I would just have them go to Kyrie Sane's match afterwards. If it was if it's Io Shirai, just kind of go in there, kind of give be be a little intimidating because Io Shirai's I believe they're gonna book her as a baby face. Right, shake her hand, kind of bring her in close, give her a wink, something like that, kind of like. All right, I I got my eye on you. Like I, that, I see, that title, I that see. title match is mine. See in Los Angeles. That title's mine. Right. Um, Tony Storm. I feel like she's she's probably gonna be more of the heel in that match, leading with Io Shirai. Uh, I would actually, if Tony Storm wins, I would actually have her beat up Kyrie Sane after right. the match. But another thing that that bothers me, and again, and I said it before, I don't mind Nikki Bella and Ronda being the main event because when you look at Ronda, she draws a ton of outside life into this event nikki bella with the e-network and total bellas and total divas it makes sense to put her in this match as it, well it makes sense to put nikki in there and i try going through the roster to think who could they possibly put as an opponent for ronda i get why they're doing it as a mainstream they thing say if it draws enough money for it fine i'm all for it my whole thing is number one how long are they giving these to because my fear is if Ronda dominates Alexa Bliss in under three and a half minutes at SummerSlam. How long is this going to be to close the show? I don't know, because realistically... Because if they're giving they're Ronda all... the Brock Lesnar treatment here... Because, well, I don't know about Brock Lesnar treatment, because... Me meaning she would end the match within minutes. That's my thing. Okay. Um, I think the thing with Ronda is that there are only a handful of women on the, on the entire... In the entire company in general who could actually... Be a legitimate competition for her. Charlotte being the obvious. Charlotte one. being the obvious, yes. Oscar, Shayna Baszler. Um, I would throw Tony Storm in there. She looks tough. Um, maybe Io Shirai. There's a handful of women who can actually step up and kind of on her level when you look at those two together. Right. Um, when I look at someone like Nikki Bella, I'm like, this is a sh this is a shoot. Ronda would would break her arm in seconds. Right. 
Like this, like if you put them in the main event, you're like, all right, how soon can I get to the door before the bell rings and it's over? Yeah, but the, th the thing is, that how is the this is a Long Island crowd? This is a quote unquote. That's smart, my point too. Quote unquote, quote unquote smart crowd. Are right. They gonna, they're are they gonna they could they could try and hijack the, the, the main event? Right. Is it is it something along the lines where it's like Becky and Charlotte go on last at the last minute? Does Vince and Stephanie stick with their guns and keep the two biggest money draws in the main event and risk the crowd hijacking the main event, no matter how long it is? Yeah, but you got I don't know I, I, you really don't want fans hijacking the main event right and I feel like you should do something where you send the fans home happy with a match yep. where you're just like wow that was really good there's actually a really good pay-per-view a big thing about it a big thing when people think about a pay-per-view is what the main event was and how the crowd reacted to that yep. main event. WrestleMania 32 is a prime example. It was a pretty bad mania. There were a handful of matches that were amazing. Uh, the fact that they ended with Roman Reigns and Triple H at the end and the crowd just booing Roman Reigns when he went through to win the championship. That WrestleMania, and to me, is like one of the worst... Arguably the worst, with along with twenty seven. Yeah, I was going to mention twenty seven. Yeah, WrestleMania is. Well, history. you also have to remember thirty two. Half the roster was hurt, so they didn't necessarily have a choice. But I agree with you. It, it they had Dean Ambrose, and he was the most over baby face. Okay, of the entire fair, roster. fair enough, fair enough. And you had him get squashed by Brock Lesnar in fifteen minutes. That's just a, a, a thing of mine. No, 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 like, and, and you know, he was the most over guy in the entire roster. Oh, AJ, yeah. AJ just come in. He was kind of getting his feet wet. Yeah, he wet, wasn't getting that Dean title was shot the most yet. popular guy. Well, yeah, even even at that uh, Roadblock Live event in Toronto where he, almost, he, he had that crowd against Triple H. Oh Tri that was the one time in that entire title run that Triple H was the top heel to the crowd. He was getting booed out of the building in Toronto. Everyone wanted Dean Ambrose to win that championship. Come WrestleMania, Triple H was getting cheered by 100,000 people while, the, while on the other side, Roman Reigns getting booed by everybody else. Triple H can be an effective heel when you put him against the right babyface. Exactly. That's why in that Royal Rumble, the change was made last minute to have Roman be the second to last eliminated so Triple H looked like the heel when he won the title mm -hmm. when he eliminated Dean Ambrose. Mm -hmm. If he eliminated Roman Reigns to end the match, he would have got the biggest pop of the night instead it was a very mixed reaction mostly booze and it worked well i guess since we're on the topic of roman reigns we want to step away from evolution and kind of yeah and it, we'll, we'll go in more into evolution as we go along but again that is the rumor that the card has been leaked and if that is the card i'm curious to see how it makes works. changes wwe yes this is not a very good looking show right now you won't listen to us but no one listens to us. But you know, fair enough. <laughs> so let's move on to Hell in a Cell. Let's kind of catch up everybody to where we are at this point. You bring up Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. <sighs> yes, well, main event Hell, Hell in a Cell inside Hell in a Cell. Which honestly, you put those two inside Hell in a Cell could be a little entertaining. Look, here's the thing. I'm not gonna doubt that Roman and Braun will put on a great match because they've done it before. Oh, these they two, have. These two have great chemistry together, and you know if they're placed in the right positions, their matches and their feud could be even better. Yes. But the fact that again they are not, where Braun is the heel and Braun, and, yes. I'm sorry, Roman is the babyface. I would have, I would have been more okay with a face versus face match because. 
You know, at least, you know, if the fans boo Roman Reigns and if Braun's a babyface, you know, it's just like, okay, well, Braun's a babyface and they're cheering for him. They like him more than Roman. That's the way they can kind of play it off as on commentary or whatever. But the fact that Braun is the heel and Roman's the face, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's it's funny, CJ, and you bring that up. It's like after SummerSlam, after an amazing booked Monday Night Raw, it has mm. gone south ever since. Like, you yeah, after, it's it's amazing how they put on still, in my opinion, the best uh, in years. Monday Night Raw in a long time, best Raw of the current brand split, and it's just been going all downhill for the past few weeks. I I I when things like this happen, I always say I don't understand it, but it happens all the time. I still don't understand why it happens. Actually, no, I do understand why it happens because they want to get Roman Reigns over as the as the top mm-hmm. guy. Yep. It's just, you know, the definition of insanity. You're doing the same thing over and over again. You're expecting a different result. I don't understand. No, I can't say I don't understand what, what I just <laughs> said. But I don't know. Um, I just feel like, you know, it's it's the roles are reversed. Uh, the roles are not in the right places. Roman should be the heel in this situation. Braun should be the baby face. Everybody knows that. Even if you had the the face versus face, I'd be okay. You yeah, and I, I would have been okay with that. You too. and I called that after SummerSlam, saying, "All right, that's probably your main event in Hell in a Cell. It's going to be face versus face." Mm-hmm. Even though they're probably going to book uh, Braun as the heel in the situation, you didn't think they'd actually turn him though. No, you figured in the match Braun would act like the heel because he's cashing in Money in the Bank. But you figured that he even went he to would Reigns still be a face. He even went to Reigns the beginning of the show, shook his hand, yep. and said, "I'm cashing this in at Hell in a Cell." Yep, and Roman stuck at his hand Braun shook it no yeah. problem saying alright we'll see I'll see you in three weeks no problem yeah, that, that was like alright he's the baby face and he's announcing his cash in that's a baby face thing to do that's a baby face thing to do Rob Van Dam did that John Cena did it all of that that's a baby face thing to do when cashing in money in the bank yeah it, it makes total sense how the feud's been going it's it just uh, it's just underwhelming yeah. completely underwhelming I agree, and it, I'm interested to see where the story goes, but the idea that the Shield gets taken out by the main roster every week, they get arrested every week, they get beat down towards the end of the show every week. It still week. makes no sense as to why the the other heels on the roster are helping Braun, McIntyre, and Ziggler. I agree. That thing still wasn't ra- uh, clear. It didn't up. make sense last week. It didn't make sense this week no, either. It makes no sense, and even... It, even Seth and Dean didn't even call out Corbin on that. You know, they might have. I'm not sure. But, you know, that thing didn't make any sense. Still does not make any sense. Well, I think Uh, they they did get to Corbin because there was something on Raw where they got that police officer for them. They did. You know, like, you know, Corbin making a fake police report, getting the shield kayfabe arrested. Right. Uh, That got cleared up. But the fact that the, the, you know, the heels of the the rest of the roster came out and then end of Raw the week prior to help Strowman, Ziggler, and McIntyre beat them up, that makes no sense. And them following them to the rings to the opening promo this yeah. week, this past Monday on Raw, did not make sense that either. That didn't make any sense either. The best thing that made sense on Raw in two weeks was Kevin Owens' promo this week. Was uh, Corbin inviting me back. I said I would come back on one condition. I'm not responsible for what I do to the main roster. This could be the revival of Kevin Owens' career. We were talking about it before. This is prize fighter Kevin Owens, NXT 2014-2015. This is the Kevin Owens we've been waiting for for the last three years. Yeah, get this Kevin Owens back to the prize fighter Kevin Owens from NXT when he got called up in 2015. This, hopefully, this is a 
rebuilding in that character. Um, I hope, I just, I just hope and pray that they do the right things with Kevin Owens this time. Yep. Even on SmackDown, you know, you could talk about, you know, and the, the whole thing on SmackDown ended horribly, but in the time of him, Shane, Hell in a Cell, that Kevin Owens was awesome to watch. It went downhill when Sami yeah, Zayn yeah, turned you, heel. You know, but I, I got to say, Kevin Owens on SmackDown last year, he was one of the main focuses on SmackDown. He was one of the top, maybe the top heel. He's, yeah, arguably. I mean, Because Jinder Mahal couldn't cut it. No. I mean, him and AJ, the ma- for whatever reason, two great guys like them, whatever reasons of... Styles not working together. I don't want to say Styles clashing because you know AJ Styles finisher pun, but you uh, you know it was a it was a good feud. Uh, getting into the Shane McMahon thing, getting Sami Zayn involved, turning him heel, Sami doing the work of his of his entire WWE career. Right. Uh, you know, leading up to a tag match at WrestleMania against Brian and Shane. Uh, you know, I would say Kevin Owens was one of the top guys on SmackDown, one I of agree. the most important and used guys on SmackDown. Here's another thing. He had a, a segment with Vince McMahon where he busted his head open. Vince doesn't come out on Raw or SmackDown that often anymore. Nope. He hardly ever comes out. So the fact that Vince came out to a segment with, with Kevin Owens where Owens beat him up, that's a that's a big deal. Yep. A lot has changed in just one year. I, I agree. I agree 100% on that. So I definitely think when it comes to this Kevin Owens, like you said, let's see if we can try to get this right this time. It's on the main show. And again, if that's the Kevin Owens that we're dealing with, give it six months. He'll be challenging Roman Reigns or whoever has the championship. He'll be be in that. It'll 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 probably be Roman Roman Reigns, Reigns. but he'll be in that title picture for once again. It'll be an interesting feud going into a pay-per-view on like the one we currently have right now that just, they had an opportunity to make this feud worthwhile but they decided to confuse every single fan that number one showed up to the Barclays Center the night after SummerSlam Mm -hmm. everybody that was watching Raw that night and again best Raw I've seen in two years completely south after it went off the air yeah the past number of weeks have just been so confusing and it's not just the Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman story there are other things that are going on that I don't understand. Like Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, Owens is feuding with Lashley. Maybe he can get a good match out of him. Uh, not maybe. He probably will. Owens is great. But can make anybody what, in the ring look good with him. Yeah, but what doesn't make any sense is how they've presented Lashley since he's re-signed to WWE. First, he had a weird thing about him and, his, and looking into the cameras about how much he loves his sisters. And then they had that god-awful Sami Zayn uh, segment with him. They had the, they had, you know, the match of Roman Reigns where their feud was, I'm the guy, you know, you're not the guy, blah, blah, blah. He beats Roman. and then he has to On a pay-per-view. Him. Yeah, on a pay-per-view. And they were thinking, like, oh, maybe Bobby's going to face Brock for the championship. No, it's Roman because he they have triple threat matches. They go, and then Roman wins. And then that, and that just dilutes Bobby Lashley's momentum. Uh... <laughs> You got to do something with this guy and make him feel important because yeah, send him to SmackDown. You know, you you and me and people our age uh, watched Bobby Lashley growing up, and you know he was all right. He had a great run in Impact, from what I hear, a phenomenal run and a phenomenal MMA run. Yeah, he he was in Bellator. He's got a, a legit MMA record. You know, the dude the dude can go. Um, a lot of fans today. Kind of don't know who Bobby Lashley is. Yep. There are some, there are probably some fans who watched a long time ago, got back into it, and just like, who's this guy? 
I haven't seen him before. Oh, he used to be in WWE back in like the mid two thousands. Well, right. where did he go? Which where was that was it? a disaster as well. Yeah, that and that was another thing of you know him being brought up too early. I have all the you know I think Bobby Lashley can have a great a great run this time in WWE. You just can't like you got to give him stuff that people are gonna care about. Right. You know you got to make people care, and if you can't make people care. Then what's the point of watching your show? That's yeah. The, that's, that's what I think. I, I agree, and it's one of those things where it's like you're right. You know, you you have him go over against Roman Reigns on a pay per view. You're thinking, and first of all, you're thinking going into that that that's the number one contender match, and then you find out like a week or two before it's not the number one contender match, and yeah. you're just like, well, what the hell's going on? There was no announcement that you figured that was the match, and the winner was going to face Brock Lesnar. No, let's have two triple threat matches on Raw. Winners go on a face next week, and, the most and you obvious knew guys in the match is one, and you knew the mo the other most obvious guy was winning the next week, and it was Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you got to see what you can do there, you know. And, um, yeah, Raw has been... It, honestly, the tag team championships surprisingly changing hands out of nowhere. I kind of like last week. I like the idea of Seth and Dean versus Dolph and Drew I think at that, Hell in a Cell. I think that and Becky and Charlotte are the two matches I'm looking forward to. Most. I agree. I thought I'm not looking forward to Joe and AJ. Uh, I am. Well, but, let's get into that soon, too. Yeah, but I, I think, uh, you know... Those guys having the tag titles, Dolphin Drew, and then having Seth and Dean together fighting for the tag titles, you know, it makes things important. Like I, you know, like I said, uh, the B team, um, I felt like they, I said this before, where WWE doesn't capitalize on guys where they're over right at that very moment. Yeah, they waited too long with the B team, and I think they're, you know, they're going back down, down the down the card, and you know, I feel bad for them. They. <laughs> They were doing well, but yeah. if you're not, if you don't capitalize on something right away, uh, people aren't going to care. And no, when and they won the tag titles, I didn't care. Yeah, I agree. It, it was nice to see, of yeah, course, it was nice, but, nice to but see. no one cared. But, they, their momentum was gone. Yeah, nobody cared. Right. It's and it's one of those things, and I want and I do want to get to Joe and AJ too because uh, they had the opportunity on SmackDown to put them in Hell in a Cell one more time. Not going to happen now. And failed. And you brought it up saying unless they do it the night of, which... Yeah, I said off mic that unless they do it the night of. They but, never but, do that. But that makes zero sense. Right. The only thing... Unless there's like... Unless there's before they even go on in the air, Joe and AJ are seeing the locker room beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, they, they could And AJ says, you know but, what? Lock me with him in that cage and we're going to war. Something like that. That is the could. only way that makes sense. Yeah, it's the only way that makes sense. I mean, they've done that before. Like last year... Uh, in AJ and Baron Corbin's feud for the U.S. title, Ty Dillinger went to uh, Daniel Bryan and said, "Like you know, I've got pinfall vic pinfall victories over uh, Baron Corbin. I think I should be in this match tonight for the U.S. title." Yeah, and, and he was put did. in last minute. They were put in last minute. He was really only put in there to so he could get pinned, right? Pretty much to make AJ look strong so he can win the WWE title a year, uh, not a year, a month after. Yeah, but you know. And I, they're doing another AJ and Joe match at uh, in Australia. In Australia, and they're also doing apparently doing another one at SmackDown 1000. Um, I think at one of these matches, uh, Joe's got to win at some point. I don't know if if they are or not. They could do another like you know, uh, they could do a double countout in this match or something. Yeah, the fact he, he, it's just the fact that this match is not a Hell in a Cell is absolutely ridiculous. Especially with how they've carried this rivalry, 
Like yeah. if, you, if you watch SmackDown last night, you had AJ Styles cut a promo in an empty arena, a heartfelt promo, and on the other side, you had Samoa Joe reading a very creepy bedtime story, which featured graphics of him and AJ, and, and at the end, it's Samoa Joe with his wife and kid with the WWE Championship, and you're telling me right now we're not going to put these two in a 30-foot cage? I don't seriously. I don't get that. I really don't get that. The if these here's the thing. I think these segments were misplaced. If these segments happened last week, and if the pull apart happened this week, then this would be way more exciting, and people yeah. will be even way more up in arms. That why the hell is this not inside Hell in a Cell? I think you can forget those segments. Just go back to SummerSlam when Joe is talking to Wendy Styles directly. That right there. Hell in a Cell has to be in that. They have to be in that match. At that one comment where AJ's kind of looking at him 20 feet away with that evil look in his eyes saying, uh-uh, I'm going to protect my family. My wife's going to kill me for what I'm about to do, but I'm going to beat your ass with a steel chair. Right there, Paige should have said, you two one-on-one inside Hell in a Cell That should have been one weeks. of the first matches announced for I the agree. card. I agree. They completely and dropped even, the ball with e- this. And even SmackDown, like after SummerSlam, when he was being re- interviewed by Renee, no- bleh, Renee Young, uh, Joe... That's something I want to get into as well. Yes. J- Joe just put him in the sleeper hold, like... Giving hand motions the to the Wendy's camera guy. The Wendy's memes, on the other oh, hand. Wendy. Now, I will that say this. Great. The Wendy's memes and the Wendy's gifts coming out of that are awesome. Yes. And he's just like... I can't remember the exact quote. Like, you know, like... Yeah, I can't oh, remember. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's uh, when you leave Wendy's and you realize they messed up your food and you go back and it's just... Oh, oh Wendy. Exactly. Well, I wasn't thinking of the meme. I was trying to think of what Joe said in the promo. But it was so... I can't remember. It was short. It was something, it was something it was about short, a bedtime story. It was short... It's shortened to the point. Shortened to the point. The the SmackDown for SummerSlam, and I love Samoa Joe. Every time he speaks, every time words come out of his mouth, he fe- he just feels real. Right. He just feels so real when you when he speaks. You know, he can be the nicest guy in the world, but when you see him on TV and when he talks, you you he, he says despicable, vile things. Oh my God! Exactly, and you know. Again, it's one of those things where I was like, you can forget all the promos that they've done after SummerSlam. Go back to SummerSlam. That is where the Hell in a Cell match needed to be announced. The seeds were planted in in that match. And he wanted to say, probably should talk about this earlier, but a big congratulations to Renee Young. Yes, congratulations to her. First uh, woman to be on the Raw commentary team Mm full-time at that table. She's so great. And well-deserved. And, you know... And somebody asked me about my opinion on that the other day. What do you think of that? I said, I love it because two things. Number one, she's great at it. She's better than Coach. And I'm not saying Coach shouldn't be employed. He'll probably have Renee's job interviewing backstage, which I think he's better suited for. Um, Or hell, somebody said on YouTube, hey, let let Coach be the GM. And I'm like, ooh, Coach is the GM. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Bring that stupid music back that we get to hear every week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Do you remember the the 15th anniversary (laughs) show where Shawn Michaels started freaking Freaking out when that started being played. Yes. When they were do- trying to do the DX chant. Um, so yeah, bring Coach back as the GM. Who cares? Yeah, R- Renee Renee Young is fantastic. She she did a great job the two times she had to fill in for Coachman, but now she's there full time. I knew the second time that was her aud- 
audition for full time. I knew it. You thought so? Yes. I, I knew the fact that she was doing it again. I was like, all right, she pulls this off. She will be full time next week. I actually called it. Oh, I didn't nice. say it on this podcast, but no. I'm like, she's going to be full time soon. She has to be full time. That's awesome. And then it came over, I believe, Monday morning saying that she was going to be there full time. Um, I'm excited. And We're actually probably going to get really good commentary now. For once, on Raw. Because really the only person who was good on commentary was Corey Graves. Was Corey Graves. And Michael Cole, you can't really take anything away from him. He knows how to plant the seeds. And the other thing, the, the outpouring of support that Renee Young got, including oh, yeah. from Michael Cole, was awesome. The, the one thing I will miss, though, is the silliness in Raw commentary. Yeah. Because Coachman was good for that. Booker T was good for that. Right. So... You're going to have... Mike, you can't really hate too much on Michael Cole anymore. Back in the day, you no. could. But but now I think the commentary is going to be excellent on Raw. Because now you have Michael Cole as the main play-by-play -play guy. You got Corey Graves, the heelish-like commentary uh, of a pro wrestler. And then you have Renee Young almost as the second in line to play-by-play, -play, more like the color. She's more of a color commentator. She's a color commentator, and Corey the, Graves is more of the analyst. But that's that's the thing. Though. I, think, I feel like the play-by-play -play guys are somewhat neutral and the color color guys slash girl have you say girl now have their opinions right like, like Corey Graves can't stand Sasha Banks she's a baby face right he can't stand Elias and he's a heel Michael Cole loves Elias right you know you can kind of have that dynamic there um you know, Corey Graves was not a fan of Nicholas at WrestleMania either <laughs> no he was not <laughs> where are this kid's parents but uh, uh, but you're right absolutely yeah. And but so, yeah, a, a huge congrats to Renee Young. Want to get well. that in? Yeah, get that in there as well. Um, and then going on on SmackDown real quick before we get to the predictions, we we touched on it when we were talking about Evolution. Becky Lynch and Charlotte, I personally think has the best feud next to Joe and AJ going yes. into Hell in a Cell. I think it's the best thing going on SmackDown right now. I agree. And the the idea that too is like we talked about this before about okay maybe they're changing Becky's character maybe one isn't so face and one isn't so heel either last night it really confirmed that Becky was the heel yeah still more, not getting over more, as one more of the heel I mean she did a really cool thing she disguised herself as a fan that's like Chris Jericho she, type stuff yeah and she attacked Charlotte while she was taking a selfie with a fan next to her probably no more than ten years old she was great like. I don't know. I still don't think Becky should be a heel. The feud, I, no, I the, feud the feud, but the feud is going really well. I did say like the the, the review episode with the NXT Takeover uh, review and the SummerSlam review. They can make this work. Yeah, they can they make can. this work, and I think it's working. I don't think I think I don't think Becky Lynch is a full heel. She's kind of doing heel-ish things, but I don't think she's a full heel because she has every right to be upset with Charlotte. Charlotte has every right to be upset with her. You know. In their minds, they're both right. It's, yeah. it's a matter of whose side are you on. Exactly. It's kind of like how Sa yeah, how they should have booked Sasha and Bailey, mm. but failed on that. Um, I'm excited for this match. I think it has great storytelling. I think Personally, Charlotte and Becky matches I've always enjoyed. I don't think they've ever had really oh, yeah. a bad one. Um, and now you add a very... And even in 2016 when Charlotte turned heel, the, the feud wasn't so personal. It was more get the match out of the way at the Rumble, set up the triple threat at Mania that was yeah. so special. This one's personal. Yeah. This one is very... That's what makes it so good. Very personal. And you're right. It's what makes it so good. The idea that neither of them think they're wrong. They both think they're right. Um... 
and really their motive is just to prove to the other one that they're right beat the crap out of each other and who knows maybe afterwards they shake hands and it's like all right i have mutual respect for you i don't think that's going to happen but i'm, I'm just kind of rambling here uh but it's one of those things where it's like you're right i don't think there really is a true heel in this i don't think there's really a true face in this no there isn't uh, even though you have to book one for tv and obviously it's becky and again i think they sh it should have been becky and i think it should be charlotte but that's later uh but i i like the story i like where they're both going with this i think it sets up possibly cj the match of the night yeah i think so i absolutely think Potent so potentially it's up there so why don't we head into the predictions to end the show hell in a cell this sunday uh not entirely excited for it but there are a few good matches on this card no it should be a decent show yeah why don't we start with the smackdown tag team championships the new day versus rusev day day versus day cj day versus day i like cj that. who do you got winning the blue tag belts and why uh it's a little tough i mean usually in tournaments when they announce tournaments, there's usually going to be a new champion. They did it last time with New Day. Actually, well, no, they didn't do that with New Day. They had them one the night after, the two nights after. Right. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with with English and Rusev. Okay. I'm gonna go with them because I feel like you thought they were gonna break up right away. Um, this would be a good thing to kind of put the tag titles on them, have them feud with New Day for a little bit. And, you know, keep them on for a little while. And this could lead to a match between Rusev and English at Mania. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the New Day on this one. I do think Rusev and English will win the belts down the line. I don't think it's going to be at Hell in a Cell. I do think this does set up, like you just said, the New Day versus Rusev and English. Have them go at it for a while. Have them go at it in Australia. Have them go at it at SmackDown mm -hmm. 1000. Maybe that's the night you finally give it to Rusev and English. Give SmackDown 1000 something to be excited about. Um, and I think for Hell in a Cell, again, I think not that it's an underwhelming card, but I also think this match, again, with the tournament was put together last minute. I don't think Rusev and English, they just kind of got back on the same page. I don't think they win the belts just yet down the line, but in regards to Hell in a Cell, New Day just got those belts. I'll take them to win the championships back. Let's go to the Raw Tag Team Championships. Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins, or this I'm sorry, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Who do you got and why? This one I'm very excited for. Um, a little tougher to predict. But if I say that Rusev and English uh win the tag titles in the last one I'm going to say Dolphin Drew retain because Seth already has the Intercontinental Championship right and I feel like and Dolphin Drew just won those tag titles again you can still have Dean and, and Seth go at, go at it for a little while I'm just going to say Dolphin Drew retain I'm going to agree with you on that. Dolph and Drew are going to retain the tag title belt. Same thing. Seth Rollins is already Intercontinental Champion. Um, and again, it's one of those things where it's like the feud isn't over. These you know, these teams are going at it in Australia. They're going to mm -hmm. go at it afterwards along those lines as well. I do think at one point, though, Seth and Dean will win the tag title belts, whether Seth is the Intercontinental Champion or not. Mm -hmm. Whether he loses it back to Dolph, I don't know. But it's the, same, it's the same thing as the SmackDown tag title side. You have time to kind of build what's going on, and Australia is going to help that. Uh, but in regards to, and of course, my prediction later in the night, if that's the case, and you know what I'm going to say about that, I'm going to have Dolphin Drew retain the tag team titles on Raw. Ambrose and Rollins don't even, essentially don't even have to win the tag titles back. No. No, they don't. They don't. Let's go to Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. This is a pretty easy one. Who do you got and why? Um, for this one, I'm going to say Bree and Brian. Yeah. I'm going to say Bree and Brian because um, 
Miz and Brian are again. They're going to be going at it at, at in Australia, and then they're going to go at it again at Raw. At Raw uh, SmackDown 1000. Is that confirmed that they're going to they're going to do SmackDown 1000? Uh, apparently, the big matches are Joe and AJ, Brian and Miz, Hardy and Orton, and uh, I can't remember the other one, but I know there's like three or four big matches right. being announced. I think it might be Charlotte and Becky. Okay, but I, I think Bree and Brian. Um, I said we've said this before that I think that the Bree should be the one to pin Maurice. Yes. In the match. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, uh, because Miz still needs that thing over his head of like that. You still haven't beaten me. You right. You still haven't beaten me, and you can't beat me. I agree. I have Bree and Brian going over, and the same thing. I have Bree pinning Maurice in this match, and again, it's not really going to be a crazy match. I think uh, Brian and Miz will do a lot of the heavy lifting. You have to remember that Bree said she was retired. Maurice is only a few months. Uh, from post-pregnancy. She just had a kid. She's not going to do a ton of crazy stuff in the ring. Mm -hmm. But I do think Bree and Maurice are involved in the finish for that reason. It sets up Melbourne saying, you know, you still haven't beaten me. It's it's number one contendership uh -huh. in Melbourne. That's where I think Miz goes over against Brian once again. So I think in that case, when you have kind of the in-between, I'll take Daniel Bryan and Bree Bella to go over. Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton inside Hell in a Cell. I'm really excited for this match. Yeah. Who do you got why? Me too. Um... Another one that's kind of a little harder to predict. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Randy Orton. Yeah. I'm gonna say Orton wins this one. I think the uh, a heel one heel will win a Hell in a Cell, and then Baby Face will win the other Hell in a Cell match. I mean, I think um, essentially, you know, Orton and, and and Jeff could keep feuding. What I don't understand is why they didn't didn't just make the these two guys with Nakamura over a three-way feud for the U.S. title. Or why not keep the title on one of them and just have a one-on-one -on -one match? Or you could have kept the title on, yeah, you Hardy, could. on Hardy. Exactly. I, I mean, Nakamura needed, needed the win, but I just don't understand it. You, uh, honestly, we could have seen a triple threat uh, for the U.S. title yeah. between uh, Hardy, Orton, and Nakamura, and, and AJ and Joe could have the Hell in a Cell match, but in, instead, I mean, I'm not disappointed because Jeff Hardy's never had a Hell in a Cell match, and I yeah. think, and it's a bucket list thing that he's wanted to do. It's amazing that he, the guy has done so many crazy match stipulations that he's never done Hell in a Cell, and yeah. it's, 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 I'm excited for it. It's one of the ones I'm more excited for in the card. Um, I don't think Hardy's going to win. I think it's going to be Randy Orton. I agree. I have Randy Orton in this match as well because for a lot of different reasons. I think they're set to go at it in Melbourne. I'm not sure. I know they're going at it at SmackDown 1000. That's really where I'm going to see Jeff finally go over in this feud. This is, the, I think, the first one-on-one -on -one match that these two are going to have, I believe. No. Uh, or no, they've had one, the first one on a pay-per-view. No, saying. Backlash. Or no, Backlash. I mean heel versus face. The, the start of this rivalry is what I'm saying. Yeah. On a pay-per-view. So I think Randy goes over in this match first. I think we see Jeff do one too many crazy things. I'm actually going to give a prediction. Swanton off the top of the cell, through oh, a table. Oh, God, don't kill yourself, Hardy. He might. Hey, listen, if Shane could do it at 44, Jeff could do it at 40. Why not? Yeah, but, I mean, Shane's dropping an elbow. Jeff's landing directly on his back. Unless he just does a crossbody or something. I don't know. Either way, um, I think Jeff is falling through that table. At a, maybe it's not the top of the cell. Maybe he falls off the cell halfway up. Either way, I think Jeff's going through a table. It's a matter of what crazy spot is Jeff going to do in this exactly. match. Exactly. And that that's the crazy spot that I think is going to cost him in this match. So I'll take Randy to win this one. Set up the feud. Going into SmackDown 1000, Melbourne, wherever this feud is going to end. But regardless, on this night, I'll take Orton to win Hell in a Cell. Mm -hmm. Experience factor as well. I think he takes that for his advantage. The Raw Women's Championship. 
championship. Ronda Rousey, the champion. Alexa Bliss, the challenger. Who walks out and why? Ronda. Simple as that. They want her as champion for evolution. Yeah, I agree with Ronda. It's a matter of if, if this is going to be more of a squash match. Is Alexa Bliss going to get one or a few punches in? Really, it's a matter of how... Because Alexa Bliss was kind of holding her own on Raw the other night. It's a matter of are they going to do that when they go one-on-one. -on -one. Apparently, she's targeting Ronda's ribs. I don't know why she's targeting Ronda's ribs. Why don't you target her arm, which yep. is what she needs to put your arm in the arm bar. I don't get it, but... It's raw booking for you. Either way, yes, I agree. Ronda Rousey retains championship. Yeah, simple as that. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair, the champion. Becky Lynch, the challenger. Who do you got and why? Um, again, this one is a little harder to predict because they have matches that are scheduled, you know... Definitely. They have predetermined matches. They already. have predetermined matches. They're most likely going to go at it at, at um, uh, Evolution. Couldn't think of it for a second. They're most likely going to go at it again at Evolution. You could essentially, yeah, pretty You much. could essentially have like Becky win the championship in one match, and then she drops it back to Charlotte. Um, it, it's tough. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna say Becky Lynch. Yeah. I'm going to take Charlotte, only because, you know, like you said, they're going to go at it in Australia, most likely Evolution, most likely SmackDown 1000. If they're going to have these matches, you have time to get Becky that win. It doesn't necessarily have to be Sunday. And I understand that with her character right now, where she's going, maybe she needs the win more, and I do think she does. I just think they're going to hold off a little bit longer before that, have Charlotte retain the championship, infuriate this feud going forward. Mm -hmm. You could see a more heelish side of Becky than we've already seen if she loses this match. Sets up Australia, sets up SmackDown 1000, Evolution, whatever event you decide to do, one of those three, Becky Lynch, is going to become the women's champion, which will set up Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble down the line. Yeah. Uh, but on this night, I will have Charlotte Flair retaining the championship, which, in my opinion, intensifies where this rivalry is going to go. I really don't have a reason for picking Becky. I, I'm just not sure about what's going to happen. I just think, you know, I just said, why not? I, I think I think. No, Becky. Okay. The WWE Championship, AJ Styles, challenge. Er, ch the champion, Samoa Joe, the challenger. Who do you got and why? Again, it's another one that's a little more difficult to predict. This whole card is difficult. It, it is. And that's actually kind of a good thing that it's predictable to predict. Predictable to predict. <sighs> difficult to predict in some of the matches because, you know, they have so many already announced for, you know, months down the line. Um... Yeah, because these two are confirmed for Melbourne and SmackDown 1000. Again, it's it's if you have these confirmed matches, it makes you think, kind of similar to Becky, that Joe might get the title. Right. And maybe AJ gets it back down the line. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm actually going to go with Joe. I think Joe's going to walk out with a championship. I think AJ will probably get it back at, like, um, Melbourne or SmackDown 1000. Uh, you know. Actually, no. I would say I would give it... Yeah. Actually, that doesn't matter. Just, I think Joe's going to walk over the championship, and then AJ can win it back at like SmackDown 1000. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking Joe in this one. I think with the way this robbery has gone, obviously it's not over. It won't be over till the end of October. No. But in the case of Miz winning the number one contendership at some point, AJ Styles needs to have that championship back. I do think it is time for Joe to at least hold the world championship. And again, you have a few matches down the line with AJ Styles where AJ can easily win it back, whether it is Australia in front of 100,000 people, whether it is SmackDown 1000, and again, it is a hard card to predict because you have all these predetermined matches down the line where it's like, all right, Joe and AJ are facing Sunday, but they're also facing in two weeks in Australia, and they're also facing in SmackDown 1000. So really, you don't know, like, is AJ going to have a clean sweep? Is Joe going to win one of those matches? 
I think Joe does in get case, the job done. In on kayfabe Sunday. terms, if AJ gets a clean sweep over Joe, what credibility does Joe have exactly. to face him for the championship? That's exactly. why I think that's why I think Joe will win. Yeah, they, I agree. they could do a count out thing too, but I think Joe's gonna walk over the championship. I think just Well look how the Nakamura storyline ended with that. How many count outs and double disqualifications and Well the thing was the, the feud was hard to watch. Yeah. It was very hard to watch. This is like this is uh, a good I'm just like what, what are they gonna do every week? Exactly. I'm excited about so, this. So I agree with you. I think with Becky and Charlotte, I think you can hold off one more event for Becky. With Joe, it's right here, right now. I'm taking mm-hmm. Joe to win the championship on Sunday. Me too. And finally, the main event, Hell in a Cell, Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, the champion. Braun Strowman, the challenger. Who do you got, Juan? Roman Reigns, because he just won the Universal Championship. He's not going to drop it in his first title defense. Um, he, it's rumored that he's going to hold on to that championship for a long time. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I see him holding on to that title to at least WrestleMania. Yeah. At, at the very least. I agree. I'm taking Roman as well. Again, just won it at SummerSlam. And it's very unfortunate because we talked about this last week. This is the reason that Braun Strowman should not have won money in the bank to begin with. If you were going to pull this crap anyway and have and have Roman go over against him at Hell in a Cell, inside Hell in a Cell, why would you give Braun the money in the bank briefcase to begin with? Could have gave it to Finn Balor, Bobby Could have given it to anybody else in that match. You could have gave it to Joe. You could have gave it to Kevin Owens. You could have given it to especially Finn Balor. To, uh, any, uh, and any amount of guys there were seven who people, really needed it. There were seven people in that match with Braun Strowman. Either of those seven would have been fine with me. Either of them. Especially The Miz, who I think really could have benefited from it, besides Finn Balor, of course. But I do agree with you. I think Roman holds on to this belt for a while. I think at some point we see Dolphin Drew as well as, as um, Seth and Dean get involved in this match. Uh, but at the end of it all, Roman with the spear at the end retains the championship, sets up Melbourne, sets up maybe something else down the line that they do. Well, another thing I think it's going to happen is I think that I think or I hope maybe both I truly think that they're going to hold on to Reigns going to hold on to the Universal Championship until Wrestlemania because I think they're going to set up a shield triple threat you think so? well because they I, lost out on that at Mania 32 which was the plan yeah and the Battleground one was just too much Trash. Smackdown versus Raw it was also a lot of heat on Roman Reigns coming back from the suspension and it was Seth and Dean, uh, Seth and Dean who had to do the majority of the work building of the match so, right, because and also Roman was out of shape coming into that match because of how much time he had off. Yeah, so I, I just think that they realized that stuff happened, and I think they want to redo it and do it right and and do it right. Uh, that match probably will main event WrestleMania. If it does, I won't have a problem with I it. Won't. Now, here's the thing. But that's like Roman's fifth WrestleMania. He's main evented in a row. Well, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But before we end the show, I want to ask you this question: Are all three of them baby faces in that match? No, I think Ambrose is the heel. You think? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think Ambrose is the heel. Reigns is the baby face. And Seth just wants the championship Seth, back. Seth Seth is a is a baby face. And Seth is just a baby face that's hungry for the championship. Yeah, I think and would do anything to get it. Yeah, I think somewhere that I think somewhere down the line, Seth is gonna drop the IC title to Dolph and Drew uh, to Dolph. Uh, they will drop the tag titles to whoever, and then Drew and Dolph will have a IC title match at WrestleMania where Dolph or Drew will win the IC title, kinda turn babyface. Um in in that scenario, I would like Dean Ambrose to win because he needs a he would need a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I don't know if he'll they do it with him as a heel, but I doubt it. He, it would either go to Seth or Roman. If Seth, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But you, if any, if there was a roof on MetLife Stadium, he'd blow it up. Yeah, if they did a uh, Brian and Miz in the main event next year for sure, the actual main event, 
Right. And then that match was happening and Dean was a heel, I would say, yeah, Dean, because he needs it. Yeah. He would need it the most. Seth already had his moment. Roman's had two moments. Dean needs one. Dean had the, or Roman had the biggest one against The Undertaker. So, But, yeah, we can get to that down the line. That'll end this edition of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Of course, next week we'll be back to review Hell in a Cell. There really isn't going to be that much to review because we know no. it's going to happen anyway. Hopefully there'll be more stuff going on in like yep. Ring of Honor and New Japan. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's just, it's kind of a dead week for wrestling. Hopefully the build-up to Australia gets a little bit better as well as Evolution. We'll be talking about yeah. all of that as well. Uh, so make sure to stay tuned with us. We'll have more editions of the podcast up next week for Sean McChesney and CJ Palmasano. We'll see you next time.